Hey everybody, welcome back to the Danger Knock podcast, hosted by Acronym. Once again, we have a New Year's Eve episode. I am recording this now at 9.01pm on December 31st, and I figured this episode would be good to reflect upon what happened over this past year. Honestly, one of the shittiest years, I, get, I mean, in recent history, I would say. I mean, there's been pretty bad shit that happened in the past, but in recent memory, like this year is pretty shitty. But my aim for this episode is to kind of at least, I can't talk about other people's experiences over this year because obviously a lot of people have gone through different trials and tribulations during this time. But I think ultimately I'll treat this episode as an open diary of what my perspective was over this year. And maybe some of you may be able to relate and or at least get a perspective on some of the things that happened but ultimately i think i'm just going to be telling stories so what my original plan was that i was gonna write down like a bullet pointed list of like kind of key things that have happened to me this year and then kind of go through that list and have it structured like that but then who would i be if i had things pre-planned and so i decided no i'm not gonna do that what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take a shortcut and I'm going to just use my Snapchat memories and use that to jog my memory for throughout the year and go from there and just comment on what I see and maybe I'll remember some other stuff. But I'll try to keep it um, mostly with the positive things that have happened in my life. Um, and I also want to preface that like, I do understand that it's been a rough year for a lot of people and I don't want... I don't want anything that I say that is like regards to my own like life to be reflective or on how other people should perceive the year. So because everyone has their own right and reason to perceive the year in the way that they do under their own circumstances. So I'm just going to like talk about the things, the good things that have happened in my life over this past year and the bad things. Um, Just I don't know. As an open diary, no one watches this shit or uh, no one listens to this shit anyways. So I might as well just have this open diary to look back on in however many years or months or whatever. And maybe when I'm famous, they'll be like, damn, he was out here doing some dumb shit this year or this is what his life was like. But that that is just me with my false pretenses of my future. But before I get into like the fun stuff and everything that happened... Um, I just want to talk about like um, kind of the rough stuff that kind of happened this year. Um, obviously, living in a pandemic, you don't need me to tell you how bad that is. Um, it's just it it's rough just even perceiving this much death that it makes you kind of numb numb to it in a sense. Like, there was even, there was so much death this year, man. Like, honestly, I feel like in years prior, I was considering going to therapy just because, like, I've been through rough years of my life, and it wasn't as rough as these past two years. But I figured, like, there's a stigma around therapy where, like, you only ha- like you only go when you're, like, really fucked up. But it shouldn't be like that. It should be, like, a regular checkup where you go to prevent yourself from being really fucked up. So I am seriously considering just go, like going and seeing how that helps organize like my mind and kind of com- compartmentalize what's going on in my brain, with, especially now with everything that's going on. So this is my words to you. If you have the means and you have the opportunity to do it within like your ability of like, I guess, through insurance or however else is to seriously consider like therapy because it it's something that a lot of people when they don't kind of speak on what's going on in their life things things um sort of solidify in your brain and like calcify i guess that could more easily be rectified and removed if you did it like either when it was fresh or in a way that it was 
still malleable and like you didn't have a set kind of didn't have that mindset set in stone as opposed to like waiting and not talking about what's going on in your life. And so one of the biggest stressors stressors that I've had in my life for this year was like I don't have clinical anxiety, but this but in general I feel anxiousness over a lot of things. Oh, that's great. The the freaking vents turned on right when I started recording. So I apologize. They'll probably turn back off in the middle of this episode. But yeah, ultimately, um, I've had a few deaths in my like extended family hit close to home. And it just kind of uh, makes you just feel like you have to consider your mortality even more. So, and not even your own, but like the people around you, which like scares me a lot. Like I don't like like thinking about that. I miss the days when you were just like in elementary school, running around, like without a care for the, like to the world, and like you just lived your life according to the basis of like when cartoons like aired and what you were having for lunch. So that's a lot of the reason why I um, kind of dig down into like comic books and things of that nature because I feel like I never want to leave that childhood um that childlike imagination and fun and enthusiasm behind and I've seen that happen like around me like a lot of like peers and like friends family the world kind of gets to them and kind of they're they it is not it's nothing wrong but like they start, they're like they're like adults now, right? And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I miss the times of like, like innocent childlike imagination and fun. So that's something I try to keep in my life, like keep it going, and it helps in the tough times, honestly. And that's my advice. Like, if you're going through a tough time, just if you can remember something that made you happy as a child, and you have the means of like kind of pers- still like pursuing those interests then i say try it out you know like if you really liked collecting some like certain like trinkets or whatever when you were younger or really like watching specific cartoons as an adult there's nothing really stopping you from doing that and kind of tapping into that childlike um those child like pleasures in life because honestly this world is so hard we don't need to be extra hard on ourselves We, we should allow ourselves to have those kind of like enjoyments so for me it's like comic books and um things of that nature and yeah so i'm gonna get into these snapchat memories to see where i can start um uh talking about what happened this year because honestly if i just went off the dome i'm not gonna remember so i'm scrolling down i'm gonna go to january and see what happened um, January was a tough year because that's when we lost Kobe and honestly like it just didn't let up from there but okay we're starting here in January a lot of like oh I went bowling for my friend um, Safiya's birthday that was really fun yo bowling is hard as shit like low key like honestly like I thought I was way overconfident because I'm like, yo, I'm a fucking G at Wii Bowling. And I always just, like, aim at the corner and I swing that shit. But, like, to have your, like, fingers <laughs> in an eight-pound ball, an eight-pound is light. And just, like, throw it to exactly how you want to is insane. And then another thing that I was thinking about when I went bowling, I was like, yo, like, think of you, think of yourself as, like, a professional bowler, Right? Like, that's what you do. You do the same exact movement. Like, the dimensions are the same. Eat, there's no, like, variables, right? Like, the, the variables are all stagnant or, like, they're all the same. Yet, there's no reason why I believe, why I believe that a, a, a professional bowler shouldn't be scoring, like, over, like, 90% strikes all the time. Like, it's, like, literally, I believe, like, it's, like, a professional, like, I guess, like, a basketball player shooting free throws. But, like, not even just any professional basketball player. It's as if you were a basketball player, but your sole job was to shoot free throws. 
right? Like, you didn't have to worry about anything else, like defense, like field goals and everything like that. Just free throws, right? You shouldn't be fucking that up. And then, so, like, honestly, like, that's the crazy part to me. And then, but then I think about it, that's, like, similar to, like, a lot of other, I guess, target-based sports in, in, like, in regards to, like, like darts, um, archery, um, yo, that's that fucking, they're even on ESPN, they have that beanbag toss game. That's a legit sport. Do you know, oh, my God, like, how much do someone, does someone like that get paid? Yo, I'm going to look that up. Hey Siri, how much does a professional beanbag tosser make? Okay, I found this on the web for how much does a professional beanbag tosser make. Okay. Check it out. Let me see what's going on here. There's no way they're more making more than fucking $10,000 a year. Oh shit, professional corn, cornhole, that's the name of the sport. Professional cornhole players make $5,000 to $25,000 per year. So that means if you big ball and if you're the LeBron James of cornhole, you will make $25,000. And they make it from sponsorships, endorsements. Who the fuck is endorsing a cornhole player? This is absurd. I don't know, man. Axe throwing is another one. Sorry, Doug. That's another, like, sport that I'm like, yo, why can't, how can you ever fuck that up if that's, like, what you do professionally? You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just crazy to me. And I'm looking at my computer. I fucking spiked the mic a couple times previously, so my bad on that. I brought the levels down a little bit, so hopefully that should fix that. Let me bring the mic closer just a tad. Um, But, yeah, so what was I talking about? Bowling? Yeah, honestly, like, I love bowling, but, like, and now you think about it, like, now, like, in, like, living in a pandemic, you're like, fuck, bowling? We're just shoving our fingers up in these holes that other, everybody else did, and no one gave a shit? And then you just went back and sat down and ate chicken tenders? Yo, fuck that. Even though I'm going to probably do it again, but still. And then, let's see, that was, there was nothing much that happened in January, I think. Um, there was that. There was just a lot of birthdays in January, I think. Uh, me pretending that I'm going to start working out again. Oh, man. So listen, what I'm going to do is I've created, I'm, I'm switching it up on myself. Fuck New Year's resolutions, all right? Like, we're not doing that shit anymore. What we're going to do is we're going to reverse psychology ourselves. So no, I will not be making New Year's resolutions. I will be considering myself having responsibilities. That's what I will do. But <laughs> ultimately... I need to switch it up because, yo, your boy got fucking chunky, bro. Like, my, like, I'm, I'm, I'll body shame myself for myself because, yo, I'm looking kind of portly right now. And um, it's just like a weird, like, snowball. I don't know how I let this happen, but it's going to be so bad. Like, it's just so, it just, I feel like, I feel so cringe in saying that I'm going to start working out next year. January 1st, New Year, New Me. Ah, oh, God, I just, oh. I almost don't even want to work out just because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. That's how bad I, I'll, I'll start working out maybe March just to say, y'all, no, like, I'm switching it up. But, man, honestly, I do need to get my shit together. Yo, I'm trying to be fucking ripped or at least in shape by fucking January, February, March, April. April or May. And Ramadan might be starting around that time, so honestly, that might give me a, a sort of boost. I was doing good earlier this year, man. But, like, I give myself too many excuses. Like, oh, you're living in a pandemic. Why can't you eat this cheeseburger? Even though those two things are completely unrelated. Um, so going on to February. Yo, February was a dope, was a dope month. That's when I tried snowboarding for the first time. And if you haven't heard it, you should watch, I think it's episode nine, Sean Brown. That's my snowboarding podcast episode. Like, like, I think that's one of my favorite episodes so far. Like, because snowboarding was a weird, weird experience, a very painful experience, actually. But um, listen to that episode if you want to hear about my very painful 
but fun and exciting experience trying snowboarding for the first time. And that's one thing I wanted to get into today. Like, I think I tried some fun stuff this year, like both creatively and just adventurally. That's one thing that I'm happy about myself for doing is kind of think taking things that I've normally, I guess, wouldn't have tried and being like, hey, man, we in quarantine. We're living in a goddamn pandemic. Fuck it. You know, and one of those things that I did um, was try archery, which I'm very happy that I did because that was one thing that like I was like growing up. It was very like I was very what's the word enamored. Is that the word with everything? Thank you. God, this I better finish this podcast before that um, vent goes off again. But yeah, archery, bro, like. Growing up, I was, like, fascinated by everything, like, involving archery. Like, reading the Rangers, Rangers Apprentice books, um, reading the Robin Hood books, like, the original. Um, watching, like, Legolas in Lord of the Rings. Like, everything that involved an archer or, like, a bow and arrow. I'm like, yo, I fucking love that shit. Like, ever since I was really little. And then, so this year, I was like, yo... When I was younger, I was like, when I grow up, I'm going to get a bow and arrow and I'm just going to shoot, like, whatever. And then that's some of the, it's one of those things that I was just like, kept saying, like, when I grow up. And then one day I realized, I was like, yo, I'm fucking grown up. Why the fuck can't I get a bow and arrow? So on a whim, I went online, I researched, like, what's a good, like, bow and arrow for a beginner. And I liked, I specifically liked the bows that are not compound bows. And for those who don't know, a compound bow is like if you may have seen it like hunters use them or just like target shooting is they're like bows but they have wheels like pull it's like a pulley system and when you pull those bows there's a lot of tension on it but when you finally pull it at full draw the tension gets kind of released and you can kind of just hold it for like ever if you want it to like the te- until you let go and it like shoots really hard and those bows are really cool and it takes a lot of like kind of mechanical craftsmanship to like make those bows but uh, the, the bows that i was interested in were like more like the traditional bows like straight up like wood or whatever and they call them like recurve bows um and that's what i was more interested in and those are a bit harder to shoot because when you're pulling those bows at like full tension you feel it the whole way through and that's one of the fun things that came with learning it like it was more difficult but i felt like more rewarding than i guess shooting like a compound bow so i was just like fuck it i'm just gonna cop one like i didn't even like tell my parents like one day just a bow and arrow comes to the door and i start setting it up and honestly like i'm the type of kid or person where like when i do something even if it's outrageous people like even my own parents will look at me and be like, what the hell are you doing? But then they'll be like, well, of course he's doing this. Like, why wouldn't he be doing some crazy shit like this? And honestly, like, I love that feeling. Like, I love that feeling of people understanding me and kind of knowing that me going out of my way to, like, do something kind of out of the box is normal for me. Like, I like that. Because that shows that, like, people understand that I'm a person who kind of is not afraid of just seeing something that he likes and just kind of going all in. And I think that's one thing. That's another piece of advice that if you see, if you, if you have something catches your interest, no matter like, I guess how weird people might think you are for like getting into it. Yo, who, who the fuck cares? Like no one, no one really cares. And if they do, that's more their problem than it's your problem. Right. So if I'm someone thinks that me just shooting milk jugs in my backyard with a bow and arrow that I just bought for no reason, then they're like missing out on the fun and they're not getting a turn whenever they come over. Because I know a lot of people who probably wouldn't ever consider getting something like this come into my crib like, yo, can I shoot the arrow? Can I shoot the arrow? And I'm like, yeah, of course, even with with safety measures, of course. Because then I realized, I'm like, yo, this shit is like a fucking weapon, like low key. Like it's not just like playing darts. Like if I hit someone with this arrow, like I could fucking kill them. 
right? So it's very important that I do everything safely and I got all the gear that's needed, um, watched all like the safety measures and learned how to string and unstring the bow correctly. And honestly, it was one of the best things I feel like I've ever done for myself because it allowed me to kind of realize a childlike kind of dream and goal and make it real life. And it's one of those things like that made me realize I have full control of what I choose to do and what I choose to enjoy and how I choose to do it. And it kind of, it motivates me to continue doing that with everything else that I was interested in. Right. And some things require more work than others. But ultimately I think that having these kind of hobbies or like fun activities to do is kind of what, forms and shapes the life that you live in my opinion um because i know some friends who just like they don't really do anything and they're not really struggling or anything but in my mind like i can't even comprehend it i'm like yo you have no hobbies like what the hell's going on like you should like i'll spend all day trying to help you find a hobby just like to for, to see you enjoy something you know like the way i just enjoy a plethora of random things but but back to like actual archery, yo, not gonna lie, I started getting nasty with that shit. Like, I think, okay, I'm gonna toot my own horn because this is the toot my own horn episode. So just bear with me. But I think like I picked that shit up kind of like fairly decently fast. Like at first, it was kind of hard to understand the mechanics of how your body should move when pulling the bow to like full draw. And it was like, damn, like this bowstring is heavier than I thought. Like the actual bow is not like super heavy, but the the tension of the pull is. And the tension of my bow is a 40 pound bow. So it takes, so what that means is it takes 40 40 pounds of force to pull the bowstring back all the way, I guess. And that's something that I was like getting used to. But it was like really fun because like I guess the higher the bow power, the like faster and farther your arrow can fly. And so that was really fun. Um it was interesting, like understanding like there's a lot of nuance and like tiny micro movements that are involved in positioning with shooting like an arrow. Like the way your hand is positioned, like if your hand is positioned in not like the proper way and that bow hits your fucking hand then you're fucked or like your arm like it'll literally just bruise your whole arm up and it um it hit my arm like a few times but when my cousin mac tried it um it hit him in like the his like left bicep so like i guess i don't know if he just bruises easily but literally his whole like inner bicep just was all purple like about four inches across and like it was just like a big oval of purple and blue it just fucked his arm up maybe i'll post that in the instagram post for this but that shit was fucked um but it was so funny honestly um but yeah the intricacies that came with shooting a bow and arrow were just like so like fulfilling like i wasn't even worried about like oh now i because i am competitive but i wasn't like going into it thinking like oh i gotta be the best i, I just wanted to go into it and try to get better and better each time and it came to a certain point where I've only done it like a handful of times. Like I would probably say like six or seven times in like a small environment, like a backyard. But when I came to Detroit or Michigan with my, at my cousin's crib at Max's crib, I was shooting, he has like a big open like backyard. And so we set up the, like a box and we were shooting the box at it um, with arrows. And then I was like, yo, I need to like step, like I need to like add some kind of extra to this whole like challenge so i would like put bottles at the top of the box and i would knock them off and i would knock them off fairly consistently like and so i was like if i can and i would keep i would keep a pencil in the box that would i drove into the box that i that kept the bottle staying up so then i was like yo if i could hit the bottle then that means i should be able to hit the pencil that's holding up the bottle right and then so that was like my new kind of mental goal. Like, how do I make this happen? So I had literally just a pencil sticking out of a box. And if you have, if you have me added on Instagram, I have a highlight 
that um has like a bow and arrow on it so it's basically like kind of highlights all of my archery videos and in that video it shows me hitting a fucking pencil from like i don't know how far probably like 60 feet or something away i have no perception of space but it was far you could see in the video watch that shit i hit a pencil from mad far away and i was like so like proud of myself and literally like that was like honestly like as simple as that is like that was such a highlight for me this year is like doing that and then ultimate and then when the um weather started getting a little bit colder i was like looking at places to to shoot like without the kind of hassle of the weather so i found a, a super awesome archery place it's um it's called wanderlust archers and they're in palatine i believe and if you if you're ever interested in getting into archery like no matter like age gender or whatever then that's the place to go it's it's a woman-led um woman-run archery's place which is like super dope like everything's pink and like it's cute and stuff but like it's honestly like for like anybody to go and i highly encourage like anyone to go out and like try it and see how you like it because honestly it's such a fun thing to do that a lot of people might not like think of like as like an activity like honestly i think of it like the same way like people do like like bowling or archery but just i mean a bowling or like darts or anything like that but just way more badass you know like it's so it's so sick and i can't wait to like start learning more and kind of take it to like the next level and i've been practicing at this like archery indoor archery range so hopefully amidst this pandemic i can increase that skill which is something i was really happy about doing this year um but yeah so i'm gonna go through my go back to the step story and so i started that like in let me see i think it was like march or something april may or maybe in may but let's see Okay, it was definitely not March because in March it was still cold as fuck. And March is when this whole fucking corona shit really fucking fucked us up. Like, I still remember the last day of me being in the office at work. And I was like, yo, I fucking hate commuting. And lo and behold, I haven't had to do that again in like, what, 10 months? Bro, how long has it been? January, February, March? Essentially, like what is it, like, ten and a half months of this shit? Or nine and a half months? Fuck. That's absurd. But I'm scrolling through. I try to start picking up boxing again, and that's one thing. Fuck. Fuck New Year's resolutions. But anyways, I'm going to still try to increase, like, learning martial arts this coming year. If I was literally on the cusp of just signing up for a um, a jiu-jitsu gym, a, Bra- a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym. But... As soon as that started, like, formulating, this COVID should happen. I'm not trying to roll around with people in sweaty mats and shit during COVID, COVID season. So, who knows? I think eventually I do want to get into jiu-jitsu and add that to some one of my never-ending list of hobbies. But I really am, like, obsessed or, like, love martial arts. And I do have, like, boxing stuff at my house. So, I think one of my goals is to kind of double down on that. And that helps me kind of with exercise in general because it provides me a basis of my working out and that's my advice oh god who why am i giving advice to a bunch of shit that i'm not even good at but one thing that works for me i should say is if i want to like lose weight or get healthier or get stronger or whatever then a trip attributing my workouts to a certain like external task that helps a lot. So when I'm working out, I'm like, oh, this could help me with this in boxing or martial arts or anything of that nature. Because then, like, it'll help me get through doing stretches because I'm like, oh, this flexibility will help. Or cardio, like, this will allow me to kind of spar longer or hit the bag longer or be stronger. So it doesn't have to be anything like that. It could be just, like, picking up, like, cycling or things like that. And then that makes other workouts easier because... It's attributed to, an, I'm going to say auxiliary goal, and I'm not sure that that's the right word, but I'm going to go with it. So just leave me alone. 
But yeah, honestly, that's that's something that I'm going to work on this coming year. And if anybody wants to like just do regular boxing training with me, just hit me up. Like I'm more than willing. Uh, maybe when COVID just gets a little bit more relaxed, that would be easier. But yeah, that's something that I love to do. And hopefully I can continue that moving forward. Um, so yeah. And then another thing that I learned to do outside of like physical activity was I started trying to get into animation because that's one of the things that kind of like not eluded me, but kind of scared me from getting into because it just seemed like a very daunting task. Um, but with the help of like the Adobe suite and using like character animator and things like that and after effects i was able to kind of make my own cartoon and his name is nad moji and you may have seen him if you follow the page but he's my little like extension of me he's my like digitized extension of me in this like virtual world so that was one thing i was very proud of myself of doing and i'm trying to um look forward to expanding upon that and getting more kind of skilled with animating like intros so keep an eye out for that i might be um implementing a lot of that into future danger knock related activities i made a pinky promise man fuck i made a pinky promise to my friend that um i was gonna post a video by the end of the year but obviously i'm a liar so that didn't happen but inshallah I will make that happen this coming early next year. Like I still have videos from my trip to LA. I want to make audio like versions of my podcasts that have like, even the ones that are just strictly audio have a video element to them. And maybe in the future, if possible, make um short videos for my danger knock youtube channel i don't know yet if i want to record the podcast visually and in, in like like completely because i'll just kind of in my own head take away from like my focus on actually getting it done like because it'll add an extra element um to it but i do plan on making like short videos just on like a bunch of like miscellaneous things that you'll be in store for that'll be in store for you guys so yeah i'm gonna say keep an eye on uh, on that but honestly it's my job to get get it to you guys so wish me luck that's all i ask and then let me see what else happened this year oh a lot of my friends graduated this year and i feel so i feel so bad that they didn't get to have like full graduations and walking ceremonies and I don't know if they'll kind of bring that back like when everyone's vaccinated or everything's okay. But that was one thing that was tough to see. Like my friends kind of not get the praise or um, events that they normally would have for graduating. So yeah, that sucks. And then I'm scrolling up, scrolling up. Where are we now? We're like in April. Oh, this was during Ramadan. Um, we had to do Ramadan during this COVID stuff, which honestly wasn't that bad. Because like you're at home all day for the most part. And, well, me at least. I don't know. A lot of people were essential workers. But my, like my lazy ass, I was at home. So like fasting during this time really wasn't all that bad. And I was still working from home. So it allowed me to still be occupied. One thing I didn't do though, like I would barely, I don't know if, I think this is a bad thing to do because I think you're supposed to eat in the morning, but I was not eating for like during like Fajr time or during um, Suhoor. Like I legit was just like, I had like, I ate probably two times in Suhoor, during Suhoor for the whole like month of Ramadan. I would just literally just eat dinners. And I think that did help me lose weight, but honestly, like I put that shit back on afterwards. But... I don't know. I think that's kind of making my brain think that I need to do intermittent fasting going forward. Yo, I'm looking at all these pictures of me just not having a haircut. And this was like the longest I've been without haircuts. So I was like, yo, that's disgusting. 
Um, my hair gets all like weirdly curly in the back, so that's fun. Um, I'm seeing videos of me shooting my bow, so that was fun. I talked about that already, bro. That's just so fun, honestly. Like I, like I said before, Wanderlust Archers in Palatine, Illinois. If you're there, or look for like if you're not, because I know some people who listen to this podcast don't live in Illinois, like some of my friends. Um, look into like different archery places nearby you. They usually provide you gear and things like that. So I would definitely look into that. Um, oh, this is a bike ride that I took with Justin before he moved to LA. And although it was like, I was sad that Justin was moving to LA. I'm like, yo, it's like dope because now I have a reason to keep going there and to see him. So I think I might plan another trip soon, hopefully safely because I love it out there. And maybe I'll try surfing and not drown. But yeah. Oh, I visited Star Rock. That was really fun. Hiked. Because I love hiking. I love everything nature-wise. nature, nature wise. And one day, I've mentioned this before, but we're going to have an episode where um, me and my cousin Asfun talk about our trip to Yosemite. Because, yo, that shit was unbelievable. Like, that was one of the most memorable experiences that I've ever had. Like, that, that kind of stress that 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 stress that comes from kind of the wilderness like it's not i don't know if stress is the right word but the effort and kind of exhaustion and the beauty that comes with nature and like hiking through it and like making your way up those like mountains and trails is like unbelievable and that's something i look forward to doing more like one of my goals is to go to grand canyon this coming year and hike the grand canyon and if anyone's been to the Grand Canyon, like, let me know, like, what's the best time to go, like, best time of year, like, tips for hiking. Like, I need all that because I still am pretty much a novice at it, but I love it so much. So that's another thing. Um, we went, I went to, I visited my cousin Mac a few times this year. I'm actually here in Michigan right now. Um, and went in the summer and went to the beaches and stuff. They were, really, they were like, pretty empty, which I liked. Cause it made me feel safer. I tried paddle boarding, and I still can't swim. So, I, but I had a life jacket, but I was still fucking scared. Like honestly, like big bodies of water are just like mad scary. I don't know if anyone else has that same fear, but like even touching a seaweed in there, I was like, yo, fuck, 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 fuck. Like I'm just gonna fucking die. And I'm like, yo, will I? I was like literally thinking about the percentage chance of me dying while still wearing a life jacket. That's how fucking much of a pussy I am. <laughs> but i do look forward to um doing stuff like that again that's one thing about me even if it scares me i'll just still do it just for the fuck of it so that's exciting um let's see what else more innovation stuff that i'm looking forward to sharing um oh and then here what is this in august in august i decided to take on another hobby and another kind of source of creativity which is photography something that i've been like waiting to do for a really 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 long time and i just kind of put it off and another thing that this quarantine just kind of forced me to do and so i i bought a camera that i spent way too much money on and that i don't use enough to warrant that price that i paid but i will try but i've been Yo, I'm going to toot my own horn, horn again, but yo, I'm fucking sick at this photography shit. Like, not going to lie. Like, like I'm, like, honestly, like, yo, I can fucking do this. Um, But yeah, and I'm going to be posting a lot more of the pictures I've taken and the edits that I've done and use that camera for, like, maybe not vlogging, but, like, the Danger Knock videos that I was talking about. Um, So that's an exciting thing down the line. But yo, photography is, like, fucking sick, bro. Like... That's one thing I'm very excited of taking more seriously. And videography. That's uh, the anti-resolution New Year resolution episode. I'm going to take that more seriously. I promise, even though my promises at this point aren't worth much. But I promise I will do more of that. Um. Oh, and then came September, which was my birthday. And you guys know all about my trip to L.A., and 
how I spent my birthday. And if you haven't, go listen to that episode because I think like four fucking people listen to it. So yo, get them fucking streams up. Bitches. I'm sorry. Calling my fans. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> of course I would. Um, What else? Oh, my friend Safia got me a ring light for my birthday, which I'm really, ex- I was really excited about. I was using it for like work meetings to make myself look hot. But honestly, I'm going to start using that for like the videos and things along those lines. So that's exciting. Uh, more archery, skateboarding. I've been doing that before. Um, I'm One thing I'm planning on doing again is like going on more bike trails because biking I really enjoy. It's like very relaxing and like, like I can't, I can't, I probably talked about this before, but I literally can't meditate. Like if I just try to sit down and try to think about like meditating, I'll just like enter like a mental like void of fuckery of just thinking about all kinds of dumb shit. I need to do like an activity, which is why like I love archery. I love biking. I love like boxing like because it takes my brain out of it. It's more like instinctual. It allows me and my brain to relax. So I don't know if anyone else can relate to that by feeling angst with like meditating. Maybe try like an activity that involves like just action, you know, that can provide focus to you. And it may not help you come to, like, terms with anything that's been bothering you, but it might allow you to clear your mind about what's been going on or in your life. So that's very helpful. Um, I'm just looking at a picture of unopened peanut butter or freshly opened peanut butter that's, like, still smooth. And I just, like, that made me happy because I love peanut butter. Um... Moving on, back to Michigan. I visited Mac again. Bro, I bought, oh my God, I fucking bought way too much shit. And that's one thing I realized about myself this year is that my retail therapy actions are out of control. Like, I just be buying shit. And I made like a couple major purchases this year. Um, a few of them were intentional, a few of them weren't, but I guess we can get into that. Um, one of my goals this year was to get a car and it it was, it wasn't looking too good, honestly, going like as the year went on, but ultimately, um, as randomly when i stopped being stressed about it an opportunity came that allowed me to like get like the car that i was dreaming about and that honestly was like such a blessing but then it gave me so much anxiety because like um maybe like someone out there listening has the same feeling but every time something good happens to you when like something good happens to you you get like a lot of anxiety because you feel like it's just gonna fucking either get ruined or some other shit's gonna happen to offset your happiness because like oh you're not allowed to be happy or whatever and so honestly that was giving me a lot more anxiety than it was happiness ultimately i did grow to like kind of ease into it and kind of enjoy the like i guess the fruits of my labor but that was like a big thing to me um i got it like at at the beginning of december and i haven't really posted about it kind of out of that same fear and i don't believe in nazar um, that could be a whole another episode or whatever. And what Nazar means to like my non-Muslim friends is like kind of like, like it's like somebody being jealous of you or envious of you to the point where like you become cursed because they're envious of you. And I don't believe that because I believe that ultimately God has kind of the reins over whether something good or bad what happened to you and not just somebody who's a jealous motherfucker like they sh- i don't believe that they have the power to like alter your life in that way but i do believe that like god can can or will check you if you are like not being humble so that's one of the things like i try to kind of keep in the back of my mind but honestly i love this car so much it's so sick and i'm going to do like a photo shoot with it for the other with the camera that I got and kind of give it its own like nice reveal. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah. And then I, what else did I get? 
oh fuck how could i forget um my so here's some shit like i am a marketing professional sounds weird to say but i'm in the field of marketing right and i should know that like when marketing is being used on me and i do know but this whole playstation playstation 5 shit was fucking absurd like i play video games casually like i am not i do play i play video games but i wouldn't consider myself a quote-unquote gamer you know what i mean like like i have cousins and my little brother like i would consider them more gamers because like they do it more regularly and competitively and it's more a part of like their day-to-day lives i i play video games in like bursts depending on the game and i and i prefer video games that are like story based and kind of i just kind of have full control like rpgs role playing games that's where my interest lies and when, but when this ps5 came out and obviously like those who know me know i'm obsessed with comics and even like more so with like spider-man and everything Batman's my top guy, but Spider-Man's close second. But this, the new Miles Morales came out with it, and I was just fucking drooling over the chance of playing that game. And literally, it like infected my mind. And I'm like, yo, I fucking need a PS5. I need a PS5. I need it. right? And honestly, this shit, I think they did it on purpose because they made it so difficult to obtain that it was unbelievable literally trying to get a ps5 was like winning like winning the lottery like it was absurd and it came to the point where i was like seething at the chance to spend like 550 dollars like it's not like i'm winning anything necessarily like i'm not that's the fucking marketing that got into my head like it 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 made it it made you feel like you were winning something when in reality you're actually just giving them the money that they were going to get eventually from you anyways like they're the ones who are benefiting from that like sony and stuff like and if it was if it was so readily available i would not be like so kind of i mean i can't say for sure but i don't think i would be so like adamant about like yo i need it but the kind of lack of um um supply and the increasing demand kind of makes you just mentally like yo fuck i need this and i feel like they do that a lot with like sneakers and sneaker culture like some of these sneakers be fucking butt-ass ugly but the fact that they're rare or like limited supply that people just will drop racks and racks on them and even buy them for a resale for like double the price i'm like yo you guys are fucking dumb as fuck it's just a shoe most of the time ugly but with this PS5, I was like, yo, I was in that same boat. I was like, yo, I need this. I'm like up late night trying to like co- like cop it from different websites, up early, randomly going to Walmarts, um, following Twitter pages. And ultimately, I was able to fucking clutch it using Best Buy. And here's my advice to you. If you don't have a PS5, um, get a Twitter account follow these pages that give you alerts for when something is in stock at a store and then get the app for that store pre-installed on your phone and have your information filled out. So whether it be Walmart or Best Buy or Target or whatever, have your information filled out on those cards and when those things drop, just spam the add to cart button because sometimes it'll go out of inventory, but if you keep spamming and they do a re another wave of inventory, you could get lucky and have that. Um, and then check like the locations because that's what i did and i got so lucky i was like fucking screaming i was like fuck everybody fuck all the haters even though there's no haters who's hating on me trying to get a ps5 but i was literally like losing my mind (laughs) and i was so happy that i got it and then um so that's one thing i've been doing for the past few days is just playing fucking spider-man um all day and being obsessed with it but that's that was another benefit of 2020 and it seems kind of absurd to think that just a regular video game um, was such a highlight of a year. But considering how shitty this year was, 
I'll take that. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of like I'm thinking I'm missing things in between. Um, I'm missing like actual real life shit, like the actual self reflection of myself and my career and my life and my creativity. But that's boring stuff. You don't want to hear that. You want to hear me playing video games. Um, but if you're hearing this, let me know if you want me like to see me like be like one of those Twitch people and like play video games like recorded because I think that would be pretty fun. I think I'm pretty entertaining when playing these video games. And by entertaining, I mean very angry and swearing a lot. <laughs> but yeah, that's maybe one thing I might consider in this new year is to try looking into kind of recording myself playing video games and putting that on my Danger Knock video channel. But, yeah, I just wanted this to be an episode probably super boring, honestly, for anybody who's listening. So there's no way anyone came this far to the podcast. Um, So I'm going to say, what I'm going to do is at this part of the podcast, I'm going to say a secret word that will tell me if you listen to this this far into the podcast. And the secret word is... Hmm, the secret word is frog. So if you tell me something about frog, I will know that you listen to this far in the podcast. But yeah, honestly, this podcast, I guess, was more for me than it was for anybody else. But I will try to do a better job of maybe not even posting more consistently, but posting more quality i guess um i want to make sure that these podcasts stay entertaining and uh, useful for whoever is listening in a sense that it being funny or informational or just kind of relatable but yeah and if anybody was going through like a rough time during this year feel free to reach out to me like I don't mind helping people like talk through like issues and things like that going on in their lives. Um, but yeah, I feel like this was like an important thing for me to do to cap off this year and hopefully moving forward, make the most of it. But yeah, I think that is all for now and I will catch you guys next time. Deuces. Oh, wait, and I also, real quick, before I let you guys go, just wanted to wish everybody a safe and fun and exciting and um, non-stressful, blessed 2021. It's been a rough year, and I'm praying for all of you guys who are listening, my friends, my family, and ensuring that this year is a ray of sunshine as opposed to the cloudy year that was 2020. So love you all, and God bless you guys. Thanks.